Hi, welcome back to the Mix on Movies podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm James. Today we are talking about a movie we just saw, The Predator. Ooh. Not to be confused with Predator, the first one. <laughs> or The Sexual Predator, the movie. That he was removed. The documentary they're going to make about this movie. Ooh. I don't know about that. I'll watch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, The Predator is directed by Shane Black, written and directed by Shane Black. A star of Predator. Uh, who was one of the starring roles in the original Predator movie. Um, a prolific Hollywood writer who's written a lot of great action uh, films from the 80s and 90s. He's considered, he was considered like kind of like an up and coming upcoming, you know, star. He also directed Iron Man 3. Um, and The Nice Guy, so there's the last two films that he directed, which I had not seen The Nice Guys, though I, I bought it from my parents and I've yet to watch it. <laughs> they, is that the one about selling cars? I don't think so. It's, it's like kind of takes place in the 70s, I think. Oh. has a uh, oh, Ryan Gosling. The and, yeah. Okay. Well, I've seen the, the cover. Yeah. Yeah. It looks kind of good. My parents said that I would like it, but I haven't watched Did it. Did you just say he looks kind of no, good? No, I said it looks kind of good. <laughs> the movie looks kind of good, James. Okay. Let's not get that rumor out there, okay, buddy? <laughs> I think there's right. enough of those rumors surrounding him right now. <laughs> surrounding me? Or no, no. Shane Black? Oh, gotcha. We're talking about the movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, just so you know, we watched the movie. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. Um, if you haven't seen it yet. It's been out a week. They, yeah, it's been out for a You've had a week. week. Right. <laughs> We're going to spoil it and all that stuff. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So, let's get to it, James. Uh, we haven't really talked that much about it. No. All right, but we did talk a little more than we normally do when we see a movie Shame that, they have, that couldn't keep it bottled in. I tried, James. I just couldn't <laughs> keep it bottled in. All right. So, what would you think, James? Give me your... Give me your overall? Pr- overall, yes. I give part. it a C. A C. It had good parts, and it had parts I didn't like. Okay, you give it a C, all right. Um, I, man, right we're, going right, we're going right to the grades. I'll save my grade for the end. Oh. What, you can what? try to guess it. Not you. Suckered me out of the I know. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't expect to give. We never given grades before. This no. is the first time. And you went there. I didn't. I was just saying, like, if you like it or not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of with you. The movie is not great, but it's not horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, At times, it feels like it was trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So music and some of the same lines from the first movie. Right. And and some of them, and I love the music in the first movie. Yeah, it fits it. But it fits the '80s too. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of seems dated. Just doesn't. It's, you don't hear it in modern movies very often. That style of music. Unless it's forced in there. Like they did like this, this one. one. Yeah. So uh, we usually go by acting and and creature design, all that stuff. Um, we'll give our. I'm gonna give my first impression of the movie. Okay. Um, I, something I we've talked about before on this podcast is I feel like expectations are big on a movie. Like what I mean is that if you have low expectations for a movie and it surprises you, then you probably think it's good. Even the movie's not that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you have, if you have high expectations for a movie and then it doesn't surprise you or it doesn't, or it doesn't meet those expectations, even if the movie's decent, you're still going to feel underwhelmed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I feel. Cause like, so wait, were you surprised or underwhelmed? Underwhelmed. Uh-huh. Uh, Mostly because I feel like there's parts missing in the movie. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it looks like that. So, um, Shane Black, I think, is a good director. And I'm, one, I'm probably in the minority here of comic book fans. But I liked Iron Man 3. That's all right. You know? And, I, and I've and i liked other movies he's written. And for the most part, I, I appreciate his like, snappy dialogue and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, in this case, I think he doubled down on... Uh, 
the crude humor humor and I think he was going for like his old bits from the 80s yeah and it didn't work no like a lot of the humor in this movie doesn't work some of it does there are some moments Somewhere. where i really laughed um like when the predator grabbed the the dude's hand and gave a thumbs up with it to, <laughs> so he could ride get a ride with the at the, the back of the van. Or whatever, he he must have studied humans pretty well to know what a thumbs up meant. Well, he did. He apparently cared for humans because he was trying to save them. Spoiler. Yeah. You know? I don't know. The but first one, yeah. that part, I mean, I laughed. But there was a lot of times where it really tried so hard. And a lot of them were sex jokes, which sometimes they can work. But in this one... Well, you've never been a fan of sex jokes. No, because I think it's lowest... For the most part, their lowest, like, common denominator humor. Like, it's like fart jokes. What? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Most of the time they don't. Sometimes they make you laugh, they catch you, they surprise you. Some of these jokes you saw a mile, I saw them coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. You didn't see the boomerang joke coming. Where it came back at him? I, I did see, I thought it wouldn't, I thought it was going to kill him. I didn't yeah. think it was going to cut off his hand on me. <laughs> thought for sure it was going to cut him and, like, kill him, but. Yeah, so let's uh, yeah, so I would say overall, I would say underwhelmed mm-hmm. because I had I had higher expectations. I had high expectations. I probably shouldn't have, but I'm a big fan of the franchise. Like I said, we talked about the yeah. first Predator. Um, it was one of the first movies I remember that really scared me. Not like Alien. The first time I watched Alien, that movie scared the crap out of me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that I was, was just five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was I was, <laughs> I was I was only like five years old. Oh my gosh, that movie yeah. did. That was when it was what aired on TV. Um, I was at my grandma's house, hmm. and an older relative of mine was watching it in like the living, like they had the kind of like a wasn't even a living room. It was kind of like a den, and it was a big family get together. And he was watching it. And he was probably a teenager, and I don't even remember the guy's name because he's like a distant cousin. But it was his house, or he lived there, or whatever. So it was not my grandma's. It was my great aunt's, and. It was like her and son or whatever, but um, it was oh. weird. So we're watching it, and I remember like I, wa- I wa- he was watching it, and all the kids, all the older kids, went in there to watch it with them. My <laughs> brother went in there, and I went in there too. And I remember like just like oh my gosh, traumatizing. You just start crying. Well, I just remember the part in Alien. We're way off topic here, but the part in Alien when the <laughs> first time it like splatters into a guy's, it shoots into a guy's head. Okay. It drops down behind him, and like it just like either the thing. The mouth comes out from the other mouth and shh, like punctures the guy's head real fast. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh. I hadn't seen anything like that before. Hmm. Man, most of the time this podcast is about me being traumatized by horror movies I probably shouldn't have watched as a kid. Well, that's most movies, but... Yeah. Where are my parents in all this, huh? Don wow. and Sherry, where are you guys at, huh? Where do you think your brothers and sisters get from? <laughs> oh, geez, James. Don't make me fix it. babysitter that is the TV. <laughs> You're trying to traumatize me now? Only if you think about it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, what did you think of the character characters? Well, I don't remember all the actors' names. I don't have it. Up I mean, the me. loonies. <laughs> yeah. So, what's kind of or set the, the military? So maybe we should set the set the plot first. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one in predator shows up. I guess he's supposed to be helping. We don't know that he no, came no. to do something, and yeah. he's he's an outlaw, and so another predator comes to get him. Right. And he's bigger and meaner. Yeah, so it opens up with a little mini Guardians Galaxy style space battle between like a big, bigger pirate ship and a smaller one. The smaller one opens up like a 
kind of wormhole yeah. in space, and then it takes him off. Like, and the he goes through it, and then it deposits him right outside Earth's atmosphere or whatever. Um, and then he, he he lands in Earth, but before he does, he jettisons a pot off, mm-hmm. and then he crash lands, I guess, in Earth, right? Yeah, he's been hit or whatever. Um, but the, he actually happens to crash land the same place where a like a I guess a black ops team is hunting some drug cartel people in Mexico, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah, I guess black that's what ops. Call it. Yeah, and and so. A sniper, an American sniper, who is the leader of this little unit of like three people. Um, I guess three. There's only three, three, yeah. And he crosses paths with the predator. He sees it. He well, he sees the ship first. And right. He doesn't kill it, but he has he has like a predator weapon he picked up earlier. Well, he goes to the wrecked ship and he sees the stuff. He grabs a helmet and a gauntlet because he knows no one's going to believe him. Right. And saw a UFO he wants crash. to prove it that he saw this UFO. I know mean, he's afraid that he'll get in trouble with railroad, which he does. Yeah. Um, They're gonna lobotomize him. Right. So he, so he ends up cro- crossing paths with the predator. The predator kills the other two members of his little unit. Well, we're skipping a part where he just ran off to Mexico. Well, no, this happened. I'm saying before that. Okay. So he ends up getting the better of the predator in this little fight. We're using predator technology at the beginning, um, and then he flees from the predator and ends up in the Mexican town and has his gear shipped. The stuff he took shipped back to his kid, or well, not to, to his, his P.O. To his box. PO box, but because the he, he had didn't paid pay his <laughs> P.O. box fee or whatever, they just take it to his house. And That's his nice. kid, who has Osbergers, um, who's on the spectrum, he I believe the bullies call it Aspergers. They do call it Aspergers, and I, I was like, and they say, "Ooh, let's eat, let's have Aspergers. It's delicious." Mm. And like that doesn't sound delicious at all. Like yeah, ugh. Don't you know joke. the kids eat the booty like grocery? I get kid. Oh, jeez, come on, dude. I, I mean, I get kids are stunt dumb when they say dumb stuff. But that, like, I don't. I couldn't even picture like a They're kid, dumb bullies. a middle school kid saying that, like, and thinking that's funny. Like, they did. Yeah, him and his bully friend. And, and they said I, that's so delicious or something weird like that. <laughs> like, that's lame. That was lame. Like that's part of the, the humor that I just didn't didn't land. Bully humor. Well, I, yeah, this didn't land. You know what I mean? And those kids don't even get... There's no teachers in that building either. Like, that school is run by... <laughs> there's no teachers in that school. Like, there's no adults. All kids run around. <laughs> all right. But that's beside the point. They had they were having a study hall or something because yeah. they were just playing chess. So, the the predator... Okay, the first predator is the smaller fugitive one. Fugitive predator. The fugitive predator is on the run from the main predators because it stole a piece of technology. Um, and the yeah. other predators want it back or they want to destroy it. Yeah. So... And that's the crux of the plot right there i guess so yeah so the main character uh actor i think his name was uh i can't i can remember what he's called in wolverine he's in legion or not he's in the last wolverine movie um wolverine logan old man logan or logan he's the the main antagonist in that the robot they got the robot arm oh that is him okay um but he what was his name in this movie james dang uh, they said his last name. I don't remember. He was he was Captain something. Yeah, sniper vet, grizzled veteran. He wasn't grizzled. He yeah, didn't he was. seem that old. Well, I mean, grizzled in the sense that like he's seen some stuff. You know, like they got to see. Well, yeah, he's stuff. a sniper. Right, thirteen confirmed kills. Yeah, so he's seen thirteen things at least. Yeah, and he killed at the beginning. He kills that one drug dealer too. So fourteen. So, 
Yeah. And he takes down a predator, but he And then that him. predator strings that drug dealer up. <laughs> no, he strings one of his men up. That was a drug dealer he shot in the head, because that guy was dead. Remember the half-rotted guy? No. He looked way too fast rotted. Yeah, but he looked up at him and said the guy's name. He was trying to the talk. guy he shot. They yeah. knew they were there to shoot. No, that was the that was the other guy in the unit. There was three in the unit. The predator killed the one, strung him up, and then they shot the other one. And uh, our, our main character, whose last name escapes me, even though they said it the whole movie, um, he survived. Yeah, but I'm sure that one strung up is that dealer he shot. You you seen it twice. So I'll take your I'll trust your judgment. I've always kind seen of mocking once. him for stealing. He stole his kill basically. Gotcha. I guess, but the predator really wasn't concerned. He wasn't trying to hunt the humans. He, he started just, to and strung that dude up. I know. That's what doesn't make sense. There's things like that that don't make sense. Like this predator. Like they're not going to pass up a kill. When apparently. They yeah. A predator, even though he's trying to save the human human race, apparently, is going to kill as many humans in the process. Doesn't make sense. But whatever. <laughs> um, but the main actor, whoever his name is. <laughs> just, get, just call him Captain. Yeah, the Captain. Um, he, uh, I thought he did a good job. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of reviewers online have really trashed his acting or at least really... Uh, I didn't think it was too they awful. Didn't, they didn't like the character. He didn't seem... I thought it was boring or too one-dimensional, but... Yeah, I'd give him that, but... but him and his son terrible. were the only heart of the story. There was the only emotional core of the story. between him. I guess you could say maybe the girl and the predator dog, too, but... Well, yeah. Yeah, Olivia Munn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I thought the acting from the uh, main guy was pretty good, though. I mean, I like this character. He's tough. He's vulnerable. His only vulnerability is basically his son. Like he cares a lot about his son. And, and well, family in general. He didn't. And want he's, his he's wise. He does not trust the government, even though he works for him. He quickly realizes well, he that he's a bad guy. He knows how they kind of kind of work. Um, and it kind of toys the idea of he's a professional killer, basically. Hmm. And is that is he like the predator? Like he's supposed to be basically the Earth's predator in the sense of. He's like a predator. He's he wears camo. He hides far away. He he he, he stalks his prey. He's and then the he same main him. character from Predators. Right. Yeah. He is the same same main character from Predators. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. So he is like he's basically the human predator. You know what I mean? And they definitely the first time you see him, he's covered in camo. You all you see is like the, just a little bit of the barrel just of his gun, <laughs> and that was done on purpose because the first time you see the predator, what like. Just his eyes. He's yeah. He's covered, in, or he's camouflaged with his little nifty. But then the predator does it too. That's what I'm saying. They no, both I mean, do. He's invisible. The blood pours on him, and then yeah, eyes. Yeah, eyes. That was cool. <laughs> that was a good scene. That was cool. I mean, yeah. So let's we'll talk about that scene, okay. right? The first time you really get a good look at the predator, and the the first time the main it's character gets a blood. good look at a predator, <laughs> he, he he's kind of got the predator down using some of the own predator tech against him, right? And the predator's like is invisible because he's got this camouflage, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is. It doesn't completely make him invisible, but well, he was missing two pieces, right? And like this dude, one of his team has been whatever the bad guys, not bad guy, the drug cartel guy is cut in half, mm-hmm. and his guts just fall out all on the, top yeah, of the all, all on top of the predator, and you see the that's how he sees the he predator. Seeing him as the blood covers him, and then and he, then his eyes open, his yellow eyes, and it's like, oh, that scene was cool. And that, then he's like, oh my gosh, it's an alien I'm fighting, you know? Like, that scene was really cool. There's moments like that. Really cool moments. But, well, here's my thing. Did he really go, oh my gosh, I'm looking at an alien? He didn't say that. No, but, but I mean, he didn't even... I yeah, mean, he sure, did. a little the, fear, but... No, that, that's when he realized he was going to something. I even, he was just like... Uh, like, more like he just needed to get evidence and get out of there. Well, he took off and running. 
And the predator didn't chase him, apparently. Well, he had his tech, so he knew he could track him well, down. He was wounded, too. So he just wrecked a plane or whatever. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So I thought the main character, let's the go. The government took him. And then, uh, there's, then the other main character, I would say, would be Olivia Munn's character. Not the, uh, government general guy? We'll get to him in a second. Oh, yeah. So Olivia Munn's character is this doctor, an evolutionary biologist who's supposed to be like the best in the world. Just super bad. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, she gets brought in because they actually find, the government finds the wounded predator and they don't sedate him. They don't even they strap him down. Him. I guess they sedate him. They said they But did. they put him on a table, but they don't even strap him down, right? He was strapped down because he's like... Psh, psh. Okay, I guess he was. He's breaking him. But they weren't very good straps and they no. knew they weren't very good. Like, wouldn't you use some iron? They, like, they use, like, straps. It's a genetically modified alien. They didn't know what it's exactly they could And they basically bring in... Her, this is where the first weird thing comes <laughs> in. They bring her in to answer one question. Okay? And that is, did an alien have sex with a human? That's not what they said. I'm not saying it, James. Aww. Yeah. Shane Black would say it. Shane Black would say it because he used the F word every... <laughs> every other word was F this, F that. And it really ruined... It didn't... Didn't really ruin the movie, but it didn't make the movie any better. It's a potty mouth movie. Well, it's over the top <laughs> potty mouth movie. Like yeah. F and F and this and F and all the characters, kids. You'd understand if you were in the military. I guess you're right. Or mm. I played Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd understand. Or, yeah. If you ever play a video game online, you it's not anything you haven't heard before. Right. It's not that it's anything I've never heard before, James. But I know, but I mean in excess. Oh yeah, that's true. Especially online. Yeah. I get that. It was just like it was all of, all of them, like all the characters, they all had the same voice. They all had Shane Black. Even the voice. kids said it. Right. They all talked like Shane Black talks. <laughs> they all dropped. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of annoying. It's his movie. It is his movie. <laughs> and it that could be a good thing in some ways, but also it can be a bad thing in some ways. That's probably why the movie's so uneven. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, um, so Olivia Munn's character gets brought in to answer that question. And she doesn't really provide the answer, but she... Her character really frustrated me. Well, she figures it out later, kind of, I guess. Someone tells her. She figures out what that vial is. It's not exactly... Oh, that's right. She doesn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But even though everybody could have guessed it by that point. Yeah. Yeah. So her character is kind of interesting at first. And then she goes... Then she's like lame. But then she gets good at the end, I thought. Like... I guess. The acting was fine. Like, it wasn't bad at all. Not Olivia Munn didn't do a bad job acting. I didn't think. It's just the character was written really weird. Like, she's supposed to be this expert, but she apparently doesn't recognize what Tourette's is, right? <laughs> and then she then she tells this kid because Olivia Munn sees herself as a victim, right? Well, oh jeez, jeez, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so she, there's a scene where they're trying where the the main character and his kid who has Osbergers are mm -hmm. trying to get away from the the smaller predator, right? And she's like, she says something to to the dad about like, can you tell your kid to stop with his something I don't I can't exactly make it I couldn't make out what she said but basically saying like stop freaking out because mm -hmm. he has Osbergers and then later like five minutes later she's an expert on Osbergers like I'm like what then wouldn't she know what he's doing what's going on I think there are scenes that are missing where exactly she there's everything. like things missing and she becomes expert on the predators even though like she has no clue they exist and then she's got a file somewhere right he's, he's like I read the file no you didn't you were given the file but then the predator woke up which is like there's a, a lot of a minute, driving in the a movie. minute longer though, <laughs> like a minute later the the predator wakes up, and trashes the place, and she apparently has time to read about the main character and his sniping abilities. 
She's a doctor. You gotta she, read fast. She and she's able to get, read everything up about the predators and all the research they've done for years, for like twenty years. Yeah. In like twenty, in what, one hundred and twenty seconds, she reads all that. She is the genius, of man. That's why they had to neutralize her. Then you know what? The predator shouldn't. Have, the bad predator shouldn't have wanted the little boy at the end for being a super genius. It's already got her. super reading and fast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember, it, it it figured out the translation machine. It it's got that covered already. Yeah, it is pretty smart. But, okay, let's move on to the evil bad guy before we go to the loonies. Okay. The evil bad guy who is um I guess he's one of the bad guys. He's one of the antagonists. He's this he's the stereotypical government bad agent. Yeah. Working for the evil shield, as I like to call him. <laughs> uh, played by Sterling K. Brown, I think is his name or Sterling Brown, the actor from uh, This Is Us. And, um, uh, I know him from Supernatural. He was a vampire hunter. Yeah, he was a then vampire he, hunter in that. Then he, got and he was great in that. He was awesome. A vampire. That. You're right. He was. He wasn't Supernatural, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He got yeah. his head cut off with barbed wire. Yeah, he was also in the the People vs OJ Simpson, which is a great show. It was a great show, a little mini series thing. And then he was in. Um, he's in This Is Us. He was also in Black Panther. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. But in this, he played the way over the top. Yeah. No, no explanation for why he's such the way he is. <laughs> he wants to hunt he's really up about just trying to capture the predators and study them I guess he, but he's such a jerk to everyone he comes in contact with like military and they all listen to him with no and who, <laughs> oh man like he's a jerk he kills his own dudes yeah like he picks on the kid with autism you mm-hmm. know what I mean like even threaten to shoot him right for no reason though he does this stuff he's just he's chewing like nicotine gum the entire time I think it's nicotine gum yeah Right? Yeah. So I guess he has a smoking habit he's trying to be... Trying to quit. But he, he, you could definitely tell the actor enjoyed the role. Maybe that's why he was so angry. You know, it's right. He's having withdrawals. Mm-hmm. He's angry. He should be vaping. We should have felt sorry for him. He actually should not be vaping. It's not that good for you either. I right? think that's bad now, too. It is, yeah. Well, people put Go like, figure. THC sucking on marijuana a, in there. Or <laughs> sucking like on a battery was good for you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, it, it just... I don't know. His character was... Cool moments, like, but he was just he was just a stereotypical evil government agent. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Caring about the objective, he can't make that much money. That's what I mean. Like, he's a government agent. Rank. Yeah, but he works for the government. He probably he probably didn't even make six figures. James. But he works in the government in the alien department. So yeah, I bet he's like making like a blank seventy thousand dollars probably. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm gonna sack kill, get myself killed. I'm gonna go. Out. Like no, like it, it didn't. I, I'm pretty sure he's sitting on a pretty good paycheck. I hope so. I hope so. That our president, Probably by the six way, figures. Our presidents only make like four hundred thousand dollars. That's just a figurehead. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Illuminati runs everything anyway. Yeah. And apparently, they're predators. <laughs> Sexual predators? No. I don't know. What do you think? Just well, kidding. Don't answer. Their that. sight thing is a triangle. Yeah. Possible. All I know <laughs> is that he was over the top it and it gave no explanation for it. Apparently, he just really liked his job he and he did violence. a good job. That was his thing. Like, I'm, he just, he was proud of his work, apparently. And that's why he was such a jerk. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because he kills a bunch of people himself. Yeah. Even people that didn't really need, necessarily have, need to die. Yeah. So he's, I'm sure that's a commentary on just how violent. People are general humans are to each other. You gotta keep our secrets. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. All right, what about the loonies, James? Explain who the loonies are. Uh, they're uh, when uh, the captain 
uh, finally admits, gets caught and admits that they he saw an alien. They decide, because they're evil military, they're going to lobotomize him. So they send him off to the loony bin. So he's on a bus full of other military people that are crazy in different ways. Suffering from PTSD, all of them are, in some different way. Yeah. Right. One suicidal. One suicidal. Failed attempt. Right. Shot himself, but survived. And then walked to the hospital after shot himself in the head. Yeah. Um, the the one guy was... well. I'm not... The long-haired guy that got, kept getting up on everybody. Yeah. I don't exactly know exactly what was wrong with him, but... Did they allude that he was a, allude they, to a sexual predator or something? I think they named either... He was the one that had the bottle of pills, or he was the one that with the, the little... Dancing. Hula I think girl. I, I think she, he was the one that did dancing hula girl because that's something you would put on your because he was a helicopter pilot. Is he? Yeah, he was. Okay. He drove who Hueys or whatever I said. Mm. Um, and there's Australian there, so I'm not sure why an Australian guy was serving the in the American army. I don't know. But he's one of the loonies. He doesn't really explain what his deal is. I don't think. But Keenan Michael or is it Keenan Keenan and or Key or whatever. I guess it it's Key. I think it's Key. It's Key. It's definitely Key, but I can't remember his first name. But Key and Thomas Jane were the ones that went and got the helicopter. The other guy went with them. He went with them? I think so. Because he's the pilot. He was driving later. I thought Olivia was the one that was like, get away from me. Because that was in three in the RV. She did. To, yeah, she, no, you're right. I don't know. But Thomas Jane, who played the Punisher in, back in the early 2000s, whatever. He, the best um, Punisher. Yeah. Well. I don't know. He's, yeah. He's not as good as the new Punisher. Best movie Punisher. Best, yeah. The, I like the Netflix series Punisher better. Yeah, he's not bad. Um. He plays a guy who has Tourette's, but I'm not sure if he had Tourette's before he was in the military, because I'm not sure they would let someone with Tourette's mm. in the military like that. I'm not sure. Because if he can't keep, I mean, like... Maybe that's why he got out. Yeah, he must have developed it, it, like, during the military, because you wouldn't want someone who can't control all, always control their bodily motion, or arms, and, you know what I mean, like their emotions. I know. Around a weapon, you know what I mean, like, it doesn't make sense. So I'm guessing he developed it during it, or afterwards. Then from that his boyfriend, I guess, did. Key, mm-hmm. James says his boyfriend. There's something going on there, Sean. Yeah, I, I missed that part, but I guess, I think after you explained, I think you're right. He, um, he just lot, kind of lost it in battle and turned on and killed a lot of his own unit, except everybody except Thomas Jane's character. And then they became friends as they went through trial together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then there's the guy who was the Bible thumper, supposedly. Even though he never says anything about it, they just say he's a religious guy. He just says about the end times a couple times. They're like, stop with that Bible stuff. He doesn't say anything he's else. He's the only one that said it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, he wasn't the only one. That guy, too. The the guy who tried to kill himself. He said it, too. He's like, the problem with the end times is it never is the end times. <laughs> Which I liked his character. Yeah. He's probably my favorite of the loonies. Yeah, he was the best one out He's definitely one. the most developed, too. He's the only one that gave really any real backstory like yeah. to, and they got, and they they did let it breathe too. So a lot of, a lot of the movies rush, like I totally agree. I think there was a lot of cut from this movie. Oh yeah, you know, because yeah. it goes from just a boom, movie. boom, boom, like action sequence action, and I like don't mind action. I love action. You know that, but like really, because in the beginning you had to ask me if this was an action movie. I did. Well, I didn't know if it was going to be a horror movie or action, and it was kind of more action. It's the than Predator. <laughs> yeah, but the. Right, but the Predator well, becomes a horror the movie. First one? Huh? Would you classify the first one as a horror? I would call it action sci-fi horror. Oh. But I would say that it leans more, a little more horror than this one does. Oh yeah. This one leans more action. Well, the the first one had more suspense. It stuff. did because it was the first time you introduced the Predator. You don't see the Predator at the very end. This time you see the Predators right away. 
Like, they're not hiding what they look like. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, the masks are off. The masks are off. You get to see that. Uh, In fact, the, I think the, the Super Predator, I'm going to call him Super Predator, the big one. I don't even think it wears a mask. Nope. No armor, no mask. Right? It has its own... Ex- it's way too powerful. Oh my gosh. He's mixed up with all kinds of ge- genetic modifications. Yeah, so it turns out the Predators have basically been taking the best of they every world. They hunt the best they, and yeah, then yeah. collect their DNA or whatever. Somehow. So when they're... So when they've been taking spines, the humans thought they were trophies. They weren't really trophies. Some of it they is. They were taking so... it so they could use the DNA from the every, the best species. So when they killed Arnold, like, if he had got Arnold, Arnold... I know. If he had got Arnold, he would have <laughs> taken his spine so he could use his DNA. It, that big one looks like he got hold of Arnold. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the big one's 11 feet tall, James. And built like a brick house. Yeah, man. he's built like a brick house. The little one just gets... Oh, yeah, he man. just slams that dude and rips his head off. Yeah, and, and that was the kind of anticlimactic... But it was also a way of showing the threat of the bigger predator. Like I thought that they were going to team up and it was going to help the humans fight against the big predator. Nope. Just gets his head tore off. <laughs> he tried to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the loonies are, um, they are the comic relief. And mm-hmm. they are supposed to be like the heart of the story, I yeah. think. Um, and they are for the most part. I mean, they're like very likable. Even though they're crazy, they're very likable. Yeah. They're a bunch of like, I don't say bumbling idiots because they're really good at what they do. Like, they're really good military guys. I mean, they they work really well together. But they're, I don't want to describe it, man. This, would you say they're... Lovable killers? Yeah. <laughs> like, lovable losers. Like, they're damaged and and they're... Um, well, they're funnier than the, the movie, the losers. They're a motley crew. A motley crew? Not the band, but... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're just, like, ragtag. It's, like, thrown together and they kind of bond over the fact that they all have this shared experience of war and they didn't come out very well at the other end you know yeah yeah so did you did you like the loonies james the loonies i thought they were all right yeah i think they played up their looniness they called themselves loonies yeah (laughs) you know what i mean and he calls them the loonies right um and they do they do they kind of they all help the main character try to get his son back Mm. Um, from first, Plus he from threatened the, him. right, and he threatened to kill him. So, and they think <laughs> he's pulling that loony shit in his house. Yeah, I don't know. They were good. They were cool. They were funny for the most part. But they did make a lot of. The, there were a lot of people that said the jokes who did not that didn't stand to it. Like didn't didn't stick. You know, didn't land. I should say. Yeah. Like a lot of the perverted jokes came from them, mm-hmm. and like it, they weren't that funny. Just awkward jokes at the wrong time. Which. Let's, like, should we talk about the Olivia Munn thing now? If you want. Let's do it. Because it kind of... I'll, I'll bring it back to this point. Are we complaining? Okay. <laughs> so, if you didn't hear our last podcast, or you don't... Or, or you aren't familiar with the story at all... Hello, first-time fan. <laughs> Olivia Munn is the actress who plays the doctor in the movie. Yep. Um, she does a good job in the movie. But they, she filmed a scene, which apparently would have been the first scene that she was in the movie. The only time I think it would make sense where she was supposed to be jogging in a park and some guy hits on her on a bicycle. Mm. And that guy, in the, the actor who played that guy in that scene was a real, turned out to be a sexual predator. Like, or he turned out to be, um, an internet sexual predator. Well, yeah, he was like trying to have a relationship with a 13 year old. It was like mm. a cousin of his. It's weird. Like a second cousin. I don't fully understand it, but, Gross. and he went to prison for six months, got yeah. out. He, and he was friends with the director. The friend got, got on this job. He's also been in Iron Man 3 and other movies. And 
Disney she, allowed she, that? And there was the only scene that the only scene he was in was with her, Olivia Munn, and she did not. They didn't tell her about this. Like Shane Black, the director, never mentioned that. This, I'm this surprised actor. she was able to find the real sexual predator amongst all those sex jokes. <laughs> That's the thing. Somebody right? had to tell her. Right, someone told her. She found out about you know, this. He's a real sexual predator. But then the whole movie, like after this, I guess that's one reason why the movie probably didn't do very well, is because she makes sex jokes. Not really, but she's a part of them. Like a lot of the jokes that are... She's involved in them. She's yeah. involved in them. And one of them is like basically a rape joke. Yeah. And... Um, she gets really offended by that. She gets offended by it, but then the guy has Tourette's, and he doesn't mean to say it. He's trying to say that she's being pushy. pushy. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he says something else that's bad that you can probably figure out. <laughs> it sounds like pushy, but it's not pushy. And she gets mad about that, right? And I get that. But then she acts like she doesn't know what Tourette's is. And she would know, right? She's evolutionary biologist. No, she's el- she's evolutionary biologist. She's not like <laughs> that. She's, but she's like, she's supposed to be the a genius. Mm, I think it's just because she wrote that paper and it got cross-referenced. Right, but they said she's the number one person in this field in the world or whatever. I don't know. Because she wrote a paper? <laughs> That said, if you find an alien dog or whatever, she wanted to work on it or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, Convenience and someone easy to get rid of. But then, the the first one of the first line or not really jokes was it's the the bad evil bad guy says to her, "Have you met the predator?" That's yeah, what he says to gosh. her, "Have you met the predator?" And in light of the events going, Did, in the are movie, you gonna tell the continuing joke? Yeah, go ahead. After that, well, no, you. I don't remember it then. No. Where, why do you call it a predator? And he describes it. And she's oh. like, that's not a predator. That sounds more like a hunter or whatever. Yeah. And then she tells the loonies, and they're like, that's not a predator. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's what I said. Now, that part was funny. But I just feel like one reason why this movie is not really well in theaters is because of that controversy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it'll – I don't necessarily believe she was wrong to get mad. I don't think she was wrong to get mad. But I think that the timing was really bad for this movie. Yeah. You know, because it got nothing but bad publicity opening up. Mm. And some people say any publicity is good publicity. Not necessarily. But not, not that kind of publicity. I think in, in today's world, it's not. No. You know what I mean? Like the Me Too and stuff movement, that, that's not. And that was bad. I mean, and it, and it didn't just target the movie. It targeted the director specifically. She went after the director who wrote the movie. Mm. She was, in, you know what I mean, hired the, her. Your friend. Right. Like, she did. She went out. She was mad at him. And mm. She didn't back down from that. And she even... Even when like her co-stars wouldn't like supposedly talk about, it, they there was basically no comment, or I'm not going to talk about it. And she kind of went after them too. <laughs> you know, what I mean, um, she couldn't have made a lot of friends. I mean, I hate to say this because I don't think it's necessarily fair, but she probably cost herself some future roles too. Possibly. Because these movies are million dollar investments. I mean, this movie costs like a hundred million dollars to make. Yeah. I'm probably somewhere between sixty and hundred million. That's before advertising, right? Yeah. And. By the story breaking the way it did and how she commented on it, even though I think she did the right thing, like a movie executive might be like, wow, she, she did the right thing, but she ruined the movie. She <laughs> cost this movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, she would argue, no, it wasn't her decision. It was Shane Black's decision to hire a guy who was a sexual predator or whatever. And then that guy would blame the computer for giving him access to the little girls. <laughs> yeah. It's an unending yep. circle of blame, right? Or cycle of blame. I don't even know. Train of chain of blame? Chain of blame. Yeah, doesn't really make sense either way, but the blame chain. But that's one. But the funny thing is, like, she's in a movie. I don't know. She's in a movie. It's full of a lot of sex jokes, like yeah. in, really inappropriate ones. Now she was in 
X-Men Apocalypse, right? Psylocke, yeah. And she wore a skimpy outfit, basically, in that Well, right? I see, but it was comic accurate. I know, but I'm just saying. Getting to ask him for it when you dress like oh, that. Oh, James, dude, that's bad. You can't see that. Oh, jeez. You're not asking. Right. I do not it's agree It's a comic James. book movie. I know. I do not agree with James' statement. First of all, Psylocke would kill you in real life. She's like a... I put one of them collars on her. Great fighting ability. I'm not sure. It's like a six or seven, right? Oh. No, Electra has a seven fighting ability. Ah. So. No energy whips for her. I was just referencing Marvel cards, Fleer Ultra cards from like well, 1995. Those are way, <laughs> those are way inappropriate. <laughs> I'm just saying, she had, she had a really high fighting ability and she has whatever powers, psychic powers, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but I did not agree with James' last comment. That was just James making a joke, right James? Yeah, a joke. It was a joke, dude. You can't say those things, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. He's joking. If you haven't realized, James is a contrarian. He likes to take the opposite point of view of everybody, including society. I don't agree with that statement at all. Exactly. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's interesting. Her character in the movie kind of like embraces that type of humor. In a lot of ways. I mean, she's just as potty mouth as all the other dudes. Mm -hmm. And she fits in with the loonies, which is kind of cool. I mean, like, they build a camaraderie. Um, but she's also apparently an expert military person, too. She shoots all kinds of different guns. Doesn't ever ask how to use them. Picks them up. Grenade launcher. Knows how they all work. Yep. and load them. All this <laughs> kind of stuff. And, like, when did she get the training? I don't know. Apparently, when she read that book, the... She got the big book of military training and Predator Secrets, and she, mem she, <laughs> she memorized She read it thing. in 120 seconds. The two minutes it took after she got that stuff, and the Predator wake up and kill everybody but her. Um, you just seem to forget there's time to drive between those locations. Yeah, but she didn't have that fire with her anymore. She. You don't know that. Well, where deleted would scenes, man. She had uh, completely undressed, James. The deleted scenes, though, it's not in the movie. You can't count a deleted scene to explain things. Well, you just talked about a deleted scene with her in it. Yeah, I did. But I'm saying that. But if if it's not in the movie, you can't count it, even if it's explained. I, that's why I hate about Batman vs Superman. The original cut has if you add, if you add in deleted scenes, it makes some of the movie make sense. But that wasn't in the original cut. So when you saw it and you said, "Oh, this doesn't make sense," you can't be like, "Well, the deleted scene explains that." No, you can't, because we didn't have access to that when we saw the movie. So yeah, maybe there's a scene of showing her kicked with her, her feet kicked up and she's reading. Well, it never Predator. showed her put on a seatbelt, so I guess she never wrote, put that on either. We never saw her go to school, so we don't know if she's a real doctor. Yeah, we we don't, James. Um, no, you're being you're being you're not. But you said if it wasn't in the movie, it doesn't count. No, 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 no. That's all explained in backstory really quickly. That's not part of the plot. Well, That's part of the character her... development. What school did she go to? She worked at John Hopkins. Yeah. But I don't know where she went to school. I don't know if it said. Mm. It probably did, but... I know they mentioned John Hopkins and Harvard. The only schools they mentioned, <laughs> I remember. That'd be Harvard. Harvard that developed the software that can translate the Predator code. Oh. And you're right. Useless. He must have a lot of money because he said it cost like $40 million to do that, right? He gave him a $40 million grant. He's got a blank military check, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> right. So, yeah. We're, okay, we've talked about the loonies a little bit. They're funny. Um, I do they probably you haven't brought up your favorite actor from uh, Starship Troopers that's right oh yeah well let's get to it there are some connections to the old movies at least by the actor so um, if you've ever seen so Predator so 2 son. yeah if you've ever seen Predator 2 the government agent in that is played by Gary Busey, Busey. I don't remember the character's Busey. name but yeah he's like 
over the top crazy in that too. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, you know, getting killed by the predator or whatever. Yeah. Um, his, I don't know if it was, was it his character's son? But it was his real life son. Gary Busey's son, Jake son. Busey, yeah. plays a, like the main scientist who's studying the predators. Yeah. Um, who, he basically the second in command under the, under Sterling K. Brown's character, I think. At least in the lab. And he survives, but then he makes no. They, they basically set up like he's going to be come back later, and he's not in. Nope. Um, but he did survive. So if they ever do make a sequel to this one, I guess he could be in that one. So yeah. Possibly. But it was cool to see him get work. He was in Starship Troopers. Uh, he was in Frighteners. He was the the, the Grim Reaper. Partners. Yeah. Um, that's really all I know that he was in. Um, Off the top of my head. I can't think of anything really. But he, it was cool he to see that connection. Show. That, like, you know, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So, but some of the Predators, or we already know what the old Predator was like. What do you think of the the new Predator? Which one? The Super Predator. Super one? Not bad. Plus he had dogs. Yeah, so the Super Predator arrives, and he's a hunter, a tracker. He has his own Predator hounds. He looks like if a professional wrestler came after you in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> 11 foot tall professional wrestler. A couple of pit bulls. Now, they, and he is souped up. He uh, he doesn't have to wear a lot of armor because he, he has, just got like wristbands. He, he can grow um, an endo or a, he can grow his own exoskeleton like instantly, and then it goes away if he needs it to go away. He wears like a wrist gun and another one that shoots like this, like a blade, a blade that has a chain on it or something. Yeah, and then a chain um, that would get stiffer as well. Yeah, and he he got his like the other predators wear helmets to help them track. He mm. did that. It's already in his eyes apparently. Um, he's upgraded and he can make himself camo without any kind of technology too apparently unless he swallowed one of those balls too or something right so he's he's like an ultra upgraded predator yeah and it's almost not fair like is it ever but I guess fishing isn't fair either they make that kind of point like it's not like the deer or the fish shoot back at you no but humans aren't wearing like armor either no but we're wearing camouflage but we don't have heat seeking or we don't use like different ways of vision to find them you know what i mean we you know don't, some people fish with grenades and dynamite right well some people fish with fish finders too but <laughs> in a you know yacht I mean? <laughs> sometimes but when i fish if i don't Harpoon eat gun. it if i don't eat it i throw it back you he know? threw people back sometimes. no he killed everyone <laughs> i don't rip their spines out for <laughs> he the ate gifts. he munched on that one guy's arm he mu- and he munched on the other guy's neck he bit one yeah. in the neck right he's yeah. eating some of that dude yeah he did so he did eat some human in that mm. they did Bice at him at least. I think we only see him eat really in the second movie. He eats that glass or whatever. He eats ham- he eats a cow, is what Busey's character says. That's why they set that trap up in that. Oh, that's right. You're right, you're right, you're right. He used the broken glass to make the to Yeah, he patch patches up, up his hand, he loses. Yeah, that's right. I thought he eat it, but no, he has the bowl, he smashes it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Bathroom tile. Yeah, so the, my only beef is that the new predator is so powerful. I mean They took him out. The yeah, they did barely I mean He's almost too powerful, but whatever. And that's why hand. they had to have this ending that we're going to get to in a second that's controversial. By the way, that blade was like three feet long. Yeah. The, the captain was having trouble lifting up just his forearm. With the fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I never understood. How do you fire something that's still got someone's arm in it? From the outside. How do you get it to fire? You know in movies where the they tear like the gun off of a plane or something and they could still fire it? It's yeah. like, how's that work? 
Yeah, I never really asked the question. Of, like, like eh. yeah, and because wouldn't the ammunition be inside the plane? Yeah, it'd be like, in there, and all the wiring hooked up. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't just reach your hand in there and start firing. Right. But in movies, you can. Were there? Do you have any favorite scenes, James? Favorite scenes. Uh, I like when the trick or treating jerk gets blown up. Yeah, so there's a scene in the movie where the really to escape the, the captain's son. Yeah, the captain's son who has Osbergers is trying to get away from his two bullies. Well, it's trick and, or treat. I know, but he, he knocks the door trick or treat so he can get away from his bullies. And, and he's, he's wearing, wearing the, the predator helmet. helmet he found and it gauntlet. Or, and gauntlet, and he doesn't know what it does. He he knows it's alien technology. It's just fun. But he's wearing because <laughs> he's had trick or treat, right? And. For some reason, the dude who has his light on, by the way, yeah. answers the door, doesn't want to pass, he's no, has no interest in passing candy, so he throws a, he's your I kid, think it was this, a, and throws it. Is he a rock or candy itself? Yeah, and hits the kid with it, and it triggers the automatic defense system in the helmet, which yep. shoots, blows a hole in the dude. <laughs> but it just blows, it like, blows his house him up. him and the house up. <laughs> right, and the bullies run away. So that was, you like that scene? Yeah. It was a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and that kid doesn't, he isn't even phased by that. Like, he's not even phased, mm-hmm. I guess he is, he runs away. Mm. Well, that's, he, that was more for the bullies because he got that explosion threw him into the bullies. Right. And the bullies took off running. Yeah. Um, I already mentioned the scene where the blood drips on the predator and it opens yeah. his eyes. That was a cool scene. What would you think when the bad predator, super predator, rips out, rips the head off the other predator? I was okay with that because that first predator was killing a lot of people for being a savior. Right. Like his <laughs> whole plan is, his whole, okay, so let's talk about his plan then. His plan is to save humanity because the predators are going to let cult, let the climate kill the. Yeah, well, they're gonna hunt us before we're extinct because our planet's the global warming. Yeah. So they're trying to get it before it's gone. But they want the Earth to warm because they like the warm. Well, they're itself. gonna try and move in. That's what the military guys. Right. But they're gonna move we'll in. We'll be all hunted. But he wants then. to get the best DNA because they use it to upgrade themselves. Yeah. Um, Maybe they could solve global warming then right they must have a plan I don't know they could they can do all the other stuff they do but like so that's the predator's plan but the the, the smaller predator apparently stole some technology from the bigger predators I guess and then went on the run and he was gonna give it to the humans that's what it seems like but instead he kills all those humans yeah it didn't make sense it, it, I'm telling you they, bloody, re, they, re, they redid <laughs> the ending and they changed I think they redid the ending I think it was a different ending originally you think something else was in there? Yeah, I think there's something. There. I think that he probably was going to team up with the humans. You and that theory. To, uh, that's my theory, <laughs> and I think that people, test audiences, whoever was reading it or were watching the movie, didn't like it. The studio didn't like it or something, and they changed that. Well, if it turns out it was just competition. Uh, two, was, two hunters were coming to Earth. To that would be. I would be fine with that because that fits the Predator story more than the. This he just had that in case the other guy showed up, so he could put it on. Right. And, you know, or if that was the thing. Or if that could be the thing that the kid had had the whole time. That would have been better. That would have been better because the reason why the kid is so important is because the it's technology good. that his dad stole and sent to the PO box is has a location of the ship that the bad Predator thinks the good Predator hid the device. Right. <laughs> So that's why everybody wants the kid, and the predator takes him eventually. The you explain it as well as the people in the movie. Yeah, well, because it's kind of complicated. I know because remember Olivia Munn's talking to yeah the major or general, whoever he is. He's like this thing was after the other thing. <laughs> yeah, she says it like that. Yeah. yeah, and I get that in real life. That's realistic. It'd be like that. I mean, I so uh, the final fight between the predator the in the in the army. Okay, so. 
the the bad predator he wants the kid. Well, he wants the gear and the gear, the kid's DNA. So he blows up the because the kid was able to just right, figure so out. So he all blows this. up the ship, and he says, "I have identified the best warrior among you." Kids. And well, he it says makes the it last seem like he says family. the last name. It says they think it's dad. Yeah, but it's actually the kid. And I saw that coming. <laughs> So I was like, oh, it's the kid. Because you should have, because when the predator said it, he, the dad even looked at the son. Right, but he still thought it was himself. Yeah, but and, that should have been a moment for you to go, right. oh, the boy. Well, I did. I, I, maybe that's what I picked up on. I was like, oh, it's the boy. That, I mean, because he's super that's smart. That's Shane Black's subtle directing. Yeah. And uh, so he, he says, the predator tells the humans, he's like, enjoyed watching you fight each other. I'm going to give you eight minutes well, seven and a half. It's seven and a half minutes, yeah. <laughs> to give me give you a head start, and then I'm gonna hunt you down, and I want the in the, predator uh, time. I guess that's like an even number or something. Right, maybe, yeah. So, so he starts to so he sets bombs on the spaceship. Yeah, but did you notice there were weird like grenade things and not the typical wrist yeah, bomb? He didn't have that. Yeah, they didn't have it in this one. So he's, he's weird, and then he but he does activate it with his wrist later, doesn't he? Because it goes off before the timer goes down. He's got something he pushes. Yeah. But you don't get the classic countdown clock thing. Yeah. So the humans end up kind of working together to try to take down the predator, but they're also working against each other. Yeah. Um, and, but that last fight scene with the predator is cool. Mm. Like the way they take him, him down. On fire and everything. Yeah, set him on fire and all that stuff, and he's pretty so tough, man. That scene is, there's a lot of good moments in that. So I did like that. That whole scene was cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to get to the ending? Sure. Okay. So probably the most debated thing about this movie, or at least the most hated thing about this movie. Most hated. And I avoided this, so I didn't know exactly. I knew people didn't like the ending, but I didn't know exactly what it was. Is this weird ending. Yeah. So it turns out the device that... Well, they get what looks like an alien sarcophagus or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a pod. <laughs> and I was expect, expecting to be some kind of... Yeah, another alien or another, creature. I was or thinking maybe a xenomorph. Maybe that would have been nice. Because um, they call it a predator killer. Yeah, and it was covered in black. And goo. what is this predator killer, James? Uh, it looks like a gauntlet with two jet boosters on it. And it turns out to be uh, Iron Man suit. An Iron Man suit, basically. Predator if, Iron Man if suit. If you've been on the internet looking for spoilers, I'm sure you've seen plenty of gifs where people made fun of it. Yeah. Painted the predator with Iron Man armor and stuff. So it's basically a predator version. Of it, but it even comes with dreadlocks. Yeah, it came with its own dreadlocks and all kinds of guns. Why the predators built that? I'm not sure why they call it the Predator Killer. I'm not sure why they call themselves the Predator. I'm still not sure. Yeah, even they call um, themselves a Predator. Yeah, like, and, and I, I'm fine with that. Like, that didn't bother me. <laughs> the dreads, after you pointed it out, that bothered me. It didn't bother me at first because I didn't notice it, but then you said, thing had dreads. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Why would it have dreads? Maybe that's not natural. You know? But the movie sets up a sequel where the main guy, the sniper, is going to wear that armor because he's like, that's my suit. Or yeah, that's my suit. And then it ends. And I don't think they were going to make a sequel because they didn't make enough money. I might get a sequel. So. I'm hoping because I wouldn't mind seeing the Predator fight that thing. It'd be cool. <laughs> it would be a full-blown action movie. At that. It wouldn't be a horror movie anymore. It'd be Iron Man versus Predator. Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. more more like War Machine because it had guns all over his shoulders. Yeah. It, had, it was like just a War Super machine. Predator suit. First super Predator. But I don't think it's going to happen. No? No. Not even like a cheesy low budget just to get it out there and I still think my original ending idea would be Cause, better cause just to be fair Avery Predator didn't do that well and it got a sequel so did That's the true. Covenant and the but it also didn't have like controversy about you know like well, sexual yeah. predators <laughs> true alright 
Well, anything else you want to say about this, James? Um, I still prefer the original yeah, Predator which, outfit to the okay. Fugitive Predator's outfit. It's got kind of, His was a little more up-to-date. Yeah, it's a little but, modern, slicker. Eh, I like the more primitive, for the hunting-style yeah. creature he's supposed to be. So let's rank these predator. Let's rank the predator movies. Okay. There's what six of them or five of them. Uh, Not counting the Alien vs Predator movies. Oh, then four. There's four. I guess let's count them. Why not? There's six. Okay. All right. So what would be your bottom one? Bottom one worst. Can I try to guess what yours would be? Can I guess the order? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. The worst Predator movie will be Alien vs Predator two. Mm-hmm. The next worst would be uh, I'm going to say you're going to say Predator two, yeah. or you're going to say this one we saw. The third one will be uh, the one we just saw. Yep. And then you're going to say the original alien, first Alien vs. Predator. And then you're going to say Predators, and then you're going to say Predator. You had it almost right. Which one did I mix up? Uh, one and two. So you like Predators better than the original Predator? No, I like Predator. Yes, yeah, I said. Oh, That'd I be thought you listed one. another one. No, no. So you're number one. The number one is Predator. Predator, which I agree with you. And then I like Predators. And then uh, third was the one we just saw. Oh, okay. I had those two mixed up. Yeah. I had that fourth for you. And then uh, two and the other Predators versus yeah. Aliens. So for me, I would think the, the I agree with you. The first, first one is definitely the best one. I need to go back and see Predators, which is, I think, what came out in 2010 again. To be fair, I haven't watched Predator 2, like, all the way through. I don't think ever. Really? Yeah. See, I like that. It's probably my second favorite one. I've seen a good portion of it, and I've seen it pieces here and there. and then I liked it. So I'm going to put that in my second one. Okay. And then third, I'm going to say Predators. Then I'm going to say Alien vs. Predator. Then I'm going to say this movie, Shane Black, Predator. The Predator. The Predator. And I know the bottom has got to be... Um, Requiem. Yeah, Alien vs. Predator Requiem because that movie's horrible. That and you can't see it. It's dark. You literally can't see it. And it changes the lore and it's weird and it's just not good. <laughs> I mean, they, they do the effects and they tried hard. Yeah. But like, we could do an episode on that, and we could just talk about the plot is stupid, and the predator alien can impregnate people that are already pregnant with its mouth. It doesn't. That's just extra feed. Just so you could have more aliens in it, like it's just like a crappy idea. That means it went into the woman and then got the fetus. I guess. Put an egg but then they, the they grow out like really fast. It, it, it's got <sighs> alien DNA. Yeah, mixed with alien, other but, alien. But DNA. they meet a metal, right? Yeah. They didn't eat metal in that one. No, they didn't need to. Apparently, whatever, because they got the souped up. But those movies don't count anymore, so whatever. True. They're like elsewhere in the world, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. Uh, we we are we do not have truth or trash because we just watched the movie. Oh. So um, and I didn't want to spoil the movie for myself by look doing research about it. So sorry, James. But we're gonna do a different game instead. Yay! All right, you ready for it, James? Sure. Where's your box at? Right there. Right there. Okay. So as we talked about before in previous podcasts. James, I'm grabbing the box. Yeah, I know. James keeps um, my movie stuff. a record of all the movies we've seen through by keeping all the movie stubs in this box. So I'm going to draw one out, all right? And James is going to try to guess what it is. You're um, going to give a bad description. I'm going to give a, ba- a bad you description. Figure out what it is. But it's got it's going to be a vague description. That's what you keep changing on it. Yeah, but gonna give, I can lie to you and you're going to be able to get it. Well, that's not a description then. Okay. That would just be a lie. All right, I'm fine. I'll, I say vague, you say bad. Same thing. All right, I'm pulling one out. Man, this is hard to read. James, there isn't even one on this one. 
<laughs> That's like the bad end of the story. Can you not read? Hold on, hold on. Our education system okay. is in danger. No, I got it. I got it. You finally figure out where? Yes. All right. This movie is a series that has just lost its director. Hmm. That's your description of the movie? Yes. What's the movie about? A ragtag bunch of heroes. Or criminals who end up finding family in space. Oh, yeah, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Volume 1. Ah. Eric, your turn. <laughs> I, that was too recent. I was this director we... was not married when filming this movie. James, the hell am I supposed to know, man? I know you know about the James Gunn I said Gunn describe thing. the movie. I know, James. That's why I came up with the game, not you. Yeah, yeah but James, you wanted the bad description. I gave you a bad description. James Gunn, that's the big... Pretty like, sure you never seen this movie. Oh, wow. Well. But, hey. Uh, then then what the movie we saw together. Uh, bad description of this movie. You've never seen it. Me and your brother-in-law did. Uh, but the name should be easy enough. Um, uh, me and Josh, you and Josh. I saw it with your brother-in-law, not you. No, I'm saying you and Josh. Then. There you go. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> You're me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. This would be someone of Agent Descent, trained to kill. Taken. No. No. He's a not Asian. Asian descent. Trained to kill. Jet Li? That's not the name of a movie. Is he in the movie? No. Asian descent. Trained to kill. Is it the assassin? No. Assassin could be any descent. No, the movie called The Assassin has Asian no. guy. Okay. Jeez, Assassin says... <laughs> Alright, give me another description of it. Uh, Bad description... <laughs> Where's black? Uh, katana of Asian descent. Sneaky. Rope disappear in smoke. He's trained to kill. He's an assassin. Asian descent. And he's from a he's Asian. So you're saying <laughs> Asian dude? You're basically describing. How about this? A hundred ninja movies. Jeez. Minus. What was that, Sean? Ninja Warrior. No. Oh, uh, uh, Ninja Assassin. No. Too many words. The Ninja. Too many words. Ninja. There you go. The movie was called Ninja. I did not see that movie. You're right. I told you. <laughs> I was trying to give you a description <laughs> of a ninja. <laughs> oh my gosh, James. <laughs> Asian Assassin. I said I thought it was called Ninja Assassin, but... It's just Ninja. Yeah, I didn't know Like that. I said, you, you didn't see it. When did you see that movie? What year does it say on that? That was back in Huber Heights, back in 09. 09, jeez. It was 1050 to see that. Damn. Not worth it. <laughs> All right, you ready? It had some cool scenes. All right. Um, a, a description that's bad, but they, or a vague description. Mm. I, I say vague, you say bad. All right. Um... He hunts his own kind. Predators. Nope. Mm. That would be perfect to do that one. Did you just spit on my floor? No, I said it'd be perfect. Oh. <laughs> <Puh>. <laughs> so it's back right on the floor. 
<laughs> he hunts his own kind, James. Hunts his own kind. Hunts his own kind. And is he human? And one that is more powerful than his own kind. Hunts his own kind, and one that's more powerful than his own kind. X Men Apocalypse. Nope. But I will say this: he is technically a comic character. That's his own kind. Comic character. I remember seeing this one with you. I mean, you saw it. Can I get a year? Yes. March 22nd, 2002. Holy crap. 15 years ago. Well, That's more than his that. own kind. 16 years ago. 2002. We saw the first and second one together. We did not see the third one together. There's sequels. I saw the third one on pay-per-view, and it was crappy. I wish I didn't pay for it. I should give you an up right there. Oh my gosh, James. I never knew Katana. you were ordering... Katanas. Silver. We're in a... De- uh, da. I have one with you. Silver Katanas, 2002? It's got to be a ninja movie of some sort. Kinda. Because no, you wouldn't do it. Hunt his own kind. Hunt his own kind. Katanas. Man, the audience, someone's, someone's Sorry. screaming that... They're screaming. I hope they days. are. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you, it's not the first one; it's the second one. It's the second movie, two thousand two. Oh, ah, uh, second. Uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no. Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. No, not Star Wars. <laughs> he, he's technically a comic book character. There are Star Wars comics. He's a Marvel comic book character. Mm. Oh, his own I kind. really would love to make a, a remake of this, and I hope they can bring back Wesley Snipes. Blade? Yes. Blade <laughs> 2. Blade 2. Move. All right. Your turn. One more. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Of course, I get one I can't read. <laughs> yeah, some of them really hard to see. Well, they're faded. This one's from right. 2008. 2008, and it's faded. Mine's from 2002, and I can see it really clearly. Oh, okay. Uh, Hostile. <laughs> a man who wears too much makeup fights a guy who dresses like a bat. Oh, Dark Knight. <laughs> but you didn't like that movie. No. You said it was a good action movie. Or yeah, action I, didn't, thriller movie. I didn't consider it a superhero movie. Batman movie, right? All right, we have to we'll have to do an episode about that because you have a really interesting take on that that I would like I think people would like to hear. I haven't watched that in a long time. But there was one thing I wanted to bring up in this podcast, James. I'm What's curious that? about. Do you believe in aliens? Like the predator? predator or the xenomorph? Yeah, or aliens in general, extraterrestrial life. Well, I like to look at it this way: anyone that believes any religion believes in aliens, because God is not us. Uh, so you're using like, like uh, what do you call it? Semantics almost. Semantics? Yeah, you're basically saying that God is alien to us. Well, he is. We're I, not I, God. I get, you, I get you what you're saying. I, <laughs> he I, I came get from somewhere saying. else and made us. I get what you're saying. So kind of like Prometheus style? The movie Prometheus? No, those are a bunch of aliens in that. And they made humans. <laughs> and then we're going to eradicate us for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Real, the interesting thing is, I listened to another podcast... I can't remember. The name. It's called I think it's called Extraordinary Legends or something. Um, I haven't listened to any episodes, but they did an episode about. It kind of talked about werewolves, but it talked about how 
people report seeing these things that can basically they just like disappear right in front of them. And when I heard that, I immediately thought predator. <laughs> and they were, and I'm like, what the? I'm like predator. And they the way they described out the movie stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, just like the predator. <laughs> you know what I mean? They made me think, well, what if the predators are real? I'm not saying that I believe they're real. I'm just saying like an alien race that comes here and turns themselves invisible. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just saying what, that's what, what made me did think. they uh, say? What alien that was? They didn't say. They didn't name it. They said it was. They said it was a werewolf, basically, but they could turn a bit or Bigfoot. It was. A, it was actually an episode about Bigfoot, but it mentioned. Did they say he was transdimensional? Yes, they okay. said transdimensional. I've heard that. But, they, but that. but they also say like that they can camouflage themselves. Mm-hmm. The episode, That's why we can't find Bigfoot. The, the episode wasn't He's about blurry. right. The episode <laughs> wasn't really about Bigfoots. It was about it was an interview with an author who's wrote books about these creatures, mm. cryptoids and stuff like that, or cryptids or whatever. Cryptids. And she was just kind of telling these different stories that she's kind of heard or witnessed herself in the years of research she's done. Yeah. Um, she's fit, what made her kind of into this is that she was living in Elkhorn, Indiana, at the time of the or Indiana, Elkhorn, Wisconsin, during the time of um, the Beast of Bray Road, mm. which is kind of a famous yeah. big or werewolf thing in the early nineties. Like it was all over the news, like Inside Edition did a story out. You can look it up on YouTube. Wee. And she was the one of the people they talked to because she was like started reporting it for a local newspaper she worked for. She was a journalist. Okay. And she'd also written like crime fiction novels. Or not crime, true crime novels, I mean, nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So she started researching this and she interviewed it. And she started, she wrote a book about it and then that led to another book and then she kind of made that into her career. But obviously she's making money off this, so kind of, she. You know what I mean? If they weren't fake. If they were, I mean, but she doesn't really take a side. You said it. they weren't fake. I'm saying <laughs> she doesn't want really to take a side in it based on the interviews I listened to on that podcast. She basically just states what the people's She's just are. a middleman. Yeah, and you make the, you could draw the conclusions, you know? Um, but she mentioned in the interview, but she mentioned how some people describe that they're, they're there and then all of a sudden it's like they fade into the scenery. And that's what made me think of, and that they're, and they're the 10 foot tall. Like a lot of them, you know what I mean? Like the predators are. Everything big. You know? They made me think of predators. Like, oh, that's just like the predators. If they don't hunt, these ones don't ever kill. They're Except apparently they're peaceful. <laughs> Sometimes they throw rocks, she said. Oh, they're just trying to keep you away. Right. But, I don't know. Do they howl? Grouse. Grr. Rocks. Yeah. You crazy Bigfoot scratching up my car. <laughs> so, so you believe, you don't, you well, okay, so what about aliens, like, from the movies we see? <laughs> of course that kind not. Of, those kind of aliens. But I always thought, like, uh, like James Cameron and Steven Spielberg had, like, some interesting ideas. Like with the That they ET put in their stuff? movies there. Not necessarily just E.T., but, like... Abyss? Close Encounters, Abyss. Oh, Close... Okay, gotcha. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like they had, like, a group of, like... Like, they talked about stuff like that or something. Yeah, actually, I think there's a... A famous story where the uh, a lot of those famous directors were I don't think James Cameron was there but no. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg well, and they worked I, together I think Francis Ford Coppola were like just kind of discussing movie ideas about aliens and stuff like that and I think that's where thir- either E.T. or one of those E.T. or the Close Encounters Third Kind came from if right. I remember correctly I could be wrong about that because then he carried it later into the Indiana Jones right which is he the worst one out of it. he should have because that movie's not good uh, well, well, James, um, I I told I told I told you I told you my grade of the movie. Sean, what? Do you believe in aliens? <gasps> Here's the thing. I believe it's possible. 
anything is possible. Well, no, I mean, what I mean is like, and you know, my religious beliefs, James. Mm-hmm. So, like, I believe it's possible. Um, Do you consider angels human? No, because they're angels. Because I always come across people who are like, oh, he's a he, he's an angel. Well, I mean, no. they, people. Yeah, I think that's just like they're saying like they're in heaven. I know, but I don't think they're the same as what angel is. I think it's a created being, but it's not the same as humans. I don't know exactly what that is, but I there. We have to talk about angels one time because I remember in college I heard this interesting story about a guy I played football with, talking about his mom supposedly saw this angel once, and um, what he described her his mom telling about it was kind of interesting. Like that episode of The Simpsons. What do you mean? Oh no, no, this was like a they found an she was in a car accident and she saw this figure or whatever, but um, but it was not what you'd expect. In a way, it was, but it wasn't. Um, and then, but the alien thing, my dad, you probably heard the story, has a really interesting one that we don't talk about when we do an episode about was aliens. He probed? No, 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 no. It was just a UFO he saw. Oh. But this is like seen those. early 80s. We've seen those. Unexplained flying object. Yeah, we used to, as kids, we used to try to signal with our flashlights. You would get scared like and run incubus. away. Like, <laughs> Stop. Don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. The Kyle's house we did all the time. And we used to do it over at your old house in the backyard. I didn't always want to see it. I'm going in, you I guys. I was the only one with anybody in Sandy. But I will say, do you remember that one time we visited that abandoned house? We Probably. found that torn up body of that dead animal on the way back from visiting the abandoned house. The one house near the your woods. Yeah, it wasn't too okay. far from where I lived. Yeah. And it was like it was all... Just animal. Oh, you mean all, that one we found the dead sheep that was yeah, half eaten? Yeah, and it was all tore up and yeah. tore out. Inside well, the that's tore coyotes out. and stuff. Yeah, I know. You think an alien came No, 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 no. <laughs> But that's the kind of stuff that's a lot of that werewolf mm-hmm. Bigfoot lore. Yeah. And I thought about that when I, there I was running, the, creature I was running the other day, right? Okay, just jogging and I was listening to that podcast and I was talking about the thought of that moment. And I was like, dude, guys, look at this. I found it. Remember that? I found mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, look. And you guys are like, it's a sheep. <laughs> Some farmer dumped it there and it got tore up or got killed and dragged. Yeah, it died and something ate it or something tore ate it out inside. there. But the thing is, remember. You go for the soft spots first. Right. But it was all like. Yeah. You cut the belly, eat the guts. Right, but they didn't eat a lot of meat. No, no. It's like they killed guts. it. Like the legs, it still had... I mean, that's different. You go soft spots first. Maybe it was done some, for some other reason. What but, were you uh, saying? You, you probably know the, the story of me and your brother when we went in the woods late at night. and Dad, I'm going to drive home in here in a few minutes. Oh, no, um, it's like midnight. Just fooling around, I, I mentioned, oh, I hope we don't run into any bears out here. And then out of nowhere, we hear a, a growl noise coming through the woods. You guys said it was Which we both... Instantly turned around, took off running, and that is not uh, that's not like you two to go no, running like that. This was a very loud, seemed very close, not belonged in those woods. Because James and then my brother have done a lot of kind of this kind of exploring in places mm-hmm. like that, and you and now my brother would be packing heat, but I mean, yeah. he wasn't because you guys were kids. But <laughs> like you weren't the kind of people that would just turn and run like that. Uh-huh. I wasn't here. I remember the story though, but um. Yeah. You wouldn't go with us. <laughs> no, no, I, w- I wasn't even home. You guys told me about, like, th- you didn't even tell me about, like, days after. I didn't learn about it until a long time afterwards. Ooh. And what even, like, that long ago that I learned about the story? Creepy. Yeah. Well, there's that one time that someone yelled my name in the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah over Where I used to live. You blame me. I was like, I wasn't even out there. <laughs> well, it sounded like something you would do. I'm not kidding you, dude. Randomly yell your name out in the woods? My dog heard it, too. Ooh. And we lived in, I lived in a house that was in the woods, or kind of in the woods. It was next to the road, but it was surrounded by woods. Mm-hmm. And I let my dog out. Yeah, back. I was dressed, getting ready to go teaching, you know. I had my shirt on. Dressed and, blue. 
You know what I mean? And I'm sitting in the back porch, standing in the back porch. My dog's using the restroom, just watching her, make sure she's off. And I hear, Sean, just like that. <laughs> like, it wasn't like frightened. It was like someone was trying to get my attention, but from far away. Um, I don't think I actually, I think it was, there were some, probably some kids getting on it, but there was a bus in the distance. And I'm guessing that somebody was yelling something at the, at the bus and it they just echoed. Because things used to echo off that woods really weird. Yeah. Now, there was the one night where I woke up. You might got Sean about this too, my wife. Um, I woke up I'm and sure I heard this. I'm sure she won't lie for you. No, no. <laughs> we heard this weird animal sound. Mm -hmm. Like it was like a crying out animal sound. And it was coming from beneath the window in my daughter's, where my daughter's room was. And I ran out there and I went outside look and there was nothing there. But it was like, a, it was kind of like a shrew. You were oh. sure. Like it was that, it was a sound I've heard before. It was just weird hearing it waking me up at two in the morning. You know what I mean? And, they were probably like, mating. Well, it was like, it was like, it was like, what are you even sure? It was like when a cat, it was like a cat squealing, like when cats fight when they're mating. Or it was like that. Mate, yeah. It was like that. It was more like that. Right underneath shrew. your window. Because shrew was a little higher pitch and it was a little thicker sounding. It wasn't like a tiger or anything like that. It sounded like cats mating, but it's happened. It just woke me up, woke her up too. <laughs> and then the one time there was the, um, I, I heard noise. So I turned on the light, my, my porch light, and there was like five raccoons sitting on the back porch <laughs> just looking at me. And then I'm like, chase them off. And the next morning, I got up, and there was raccoon crap all over that back porch. <laughs> you chased them off? What do you expect? You know what I mean? It's like they came back and smeared feces all over. Sure, this jerk. But I remember I turned the light on. One of them had his paw like right on the glass. Like, like oh crap, we're busted. <laughs> I was like, we're busted. <laughs> yeah. The house was um, interesting. It wasn't haunted or anything like that. I didn't think of it. It was just. I remember walking a dog late at night one time, pitch black. You can't really see too well. And then. He's just going along his way, and I'm walking, and I stepped on something, and it moved under my foot, and it started, like, attacking my foot, and I didn't know what it was. It made no noise. Mm -hmm. The dog didn't care. Right. And I just kind of moved my foot, and it was gone. You never knew what it was? Never knew what it was. It was probably... Never made a noise, it was right. I, and I... it was bigger than a mouse. The thing is, like, a raccoon wouldn't, let you get there, wouldn't even get there close. It wasn't that big. Was it a possum, you think? No, they would usually hiss. They usually play dead. Well, this, once I stepped on it, it, then it must started. Have, I know, but then scratching it, my shoes. But when you lifted your shoe, it must have ran off. No, it's just like obviously it wasn't something too big. <laughs> Couldn't it see what. It wasn't that Wendigo. No, once I was stepping on its foot and it kneeled down to get in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, James. It's kind of weird. I didn't know that story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but then with that Wendigo thing though. Weren't there like cows in that woods though? No, no. There were cows all the way down by the creek. Right. Someone and had a farm. It, it came through the woods. So it was the cows you guys heard, yeah. right? And it just echoed through. It sound, moo became through the woods. Like that. And it kind of echoed perfectly. <laughs> At least that's what we think. Or you guys think. Or you guys went back the next day and investigated yeah, the day. And that's what we discovered. I mean. We followed it all the way to the creek. And, and now that woods is full of houses, so. Yeah. I mean, we can cut through their backyard or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's like a lot of houses in the woods. They're like. They're going to put more in, too. Right. Ain't going to be country out here no more. Mm. Be a little city. It'll be a Walmart and McDonald's over there. Nah. That would be convenient. What are you talking about? For man? you. For Taco Bell there. For the Chick-fil-A there for me. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. It's not open on Sunday. What are you going to eat? I'll go to Taco Bell. You didn't ask for a title. You asked for a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right. You ready to wrap this up, James? Yeah, I thought we was. You're still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. We're just oh, talking. They, they're not going to care about the ending. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right, you made it this far. Hey, you know, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, all that stuff. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook at mix up, uh, the Mix on Movies. 
Um, you can send us if you it's have any kind of hey, listen, If you want us to share a story, like we just kind of told some kind of ghost stories. We were thinking about Ooh. doing like a kind of kind of Halloween Tell special episode. If stories. you have a sci-fi weird experience you want us to share, send me or look me up at Twitter at McMurray Muses, Ooh. right? Or send us an email at mixonmovies at gmail.com. You know what I mean? And uh, we will we'll share it as long as it's hear like from you. appropriate. I mean, I mean appropriate. It's creepy. Mean, yeah. What I mean by appropriate is um. What like, do you mean by appropriate? I don't want anything that's like a crime. Tell me the crime you committed. That's <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, we're, we're not a we're <laughs> not a priest and or yeah, don't confess it. Like if you <laughs> like you were walking the woods, you heard this or you were um, something weird, not crime. Something weird experience you can't. Work. It doesn't have to be horror. It can be just something you can't really explain or something. Or maybe someone's story told you like. I have one about my grandpa. I'd love to what share if it, sometime. What if they witnessed a crime? Well, hopefully they told the police. <laughs> Nobody snitches here. Snitches get stitches, right, James? All right. You know it. Well, all that stuff. Hey, so thanks for listening. Predator, I would give it a C plus. Ooh, C+. Because plus. it had some good actions, and the CGs were good. The yeah. choreographs were good. Had monster um, dogs in it, so I'm... Most of the jokes didn't work. See. Um, it had a little lovable monster dog in it. Yeah. And But it had some... We didn't even you talk know, about this. dogs are friendly when you shoot them in the head. They definitely edited stuff out because there's some plot points they kind of build to that they completely it's dropped. Another, yeah, they... It made it seem like this was going to be important. Away. And that's And there weren't red herrings. Like, they weren't to make you think something else. It was just like, this is going to come to play later, and then, oh, it doesn't come to the play. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. We're done talking about that movie. <laughs> Go see if you want to. Yeah, if you want. It's gory, I'll tell you that. Lots of gore. Eat some popcorn and have a good time, sure. Hey, the best part... Don't expect Shakespeare. Yeah, go with a friend. Yeah. Go with a long time friend. Take a buddy. You know what I mean? It's a dude movie too, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily a good date movie at all. There were a lot of couples in the theater. Older couples, too. Like, there was a lot of old people in that theater. Fans of the Predator series. I'm talking about, like, elderly people, James. No, but there were a lot of old people in that theater with well, us. Well, maybe they thought it was like... For a, a Friday night, a, like 7 p.m.? There is a scene from the VA, so maybe... <laughs> I think, like you bets. said, James, that probably people who go to the movies a lot and they're fans of the original, so... Then why did you start adding more stuff and make me sound wrong? I'm just kidding, because I'm a jerk. Yeah, you are. Arnold should have been in this movie. He it, turned it down. He did, he turned it down. He that was a, a mistake. bigger part. He, he didn't want to do a little thing. A little cameo. So I think, yeah, what if he was supposed to be in that pod? That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. If he would have climbed out of that, like there would be a de-aged version of him from that one. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Then I would have been like, heck yeah. (laughs) Yes, I would have, dude. If it had been Dutch, like a clone Dutch or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they would have got it. What about Dutch Predator? What conversion? Yeah, I would have been cool with that. That would have been good. Or it was the Terminator. Would have been cool with that too. We got to call Shane Bob. He missed the opportunity. Too late now. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. Bye.